Subscribe to this podcast to get exclusive access to the after show shooting the breeze. So, hello everyone. Today we have Stephanie Lee, who is the lady behind Lady Redneck. Uh, she is a musician. Uh, I'm I've been looking forward to this uh, interview here. It's uh, it's been uh, a lot of fun speaking with your agent. So, <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate guy. that. <laughs> so, thanks for having me as well, Tom. Why don't you start off by telling us just who you are um, and uh, and what you do? Um, well, as you mentioned, my name is Lady Redneck, and I'm a country music and Christian singer and songwriter. Um, and what I do is I write music and I record it and produce it and, um, as well as do shows and just have the wonderful opportunity to do what I absolutely love. (laughs) Very, very important. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter wants to be a violinist and we've got a a violinist coming on that wants to talk to my daughter. So she's super pumped about that. So musicians definitely are a great inspiration for, for our young people. So thank you for for sure. Um, why don't you tell us your, your testimony and what God is currently doing in your life? He is, um, he is teaching me every single day. I, whether it's about gratitude or humility or his goodness or the beauty of this earth, um, I've been feeling really, really close to him and in his power, I guess. Um, and I guess one of the biggest things too is um, I felt like, I felt like um, God called me to do music, whether it's influencing people through the songs I write and perform, or it's something that I say, or just standing up for family and Christian values and whatnot. And I have felt so much strength coming from him and just um, thoughts come into my mind as he's guided me and directed me. So I felt him in my life um, so many ways and just especially though his love and just how he wants me to share his love to everybody. And um, I just, I guess I felt his power um, a lot lately, just through his love, through his, the goodness of this earth and the beauty of this earth. So what was that coming to, to, to Christ moment like for you? Do you remember that or when was that? Um, <laughs> I, I have not, I did not have a moment like that. And I think that this is why Um, I grew up in a very, very Christian home. We grew up knowing about Christ. We grew up praying. We grew up um, doing all the family things, going to church. And Christ was always such a big part of our lives that I don't know that it was one big moment, but it was all sorts of little moments from the time I could walk. And so it's just been line upon line, precept upon precept, where I've been able to just, you know, feel his strength, feel his love. And then, I'll, you know, I'll learn a song that teaches about him and I'll, and it'll just build upon that foundation. And so coming to Christ for me, hasn't been like a destination where something big happened. And then I knew Christ and my life was changed forever. It was just those little stepping stones of walking and then falling and feeling him lift me up. And then um, just realizing and, and knowing that he'd been such a huge part of my life along my journey. That's very important to to realize and for for people that you know God is guiding them all the way through their lives, even when they sometimes feel like like they're all alone. God is there. Um, where did your path- I agree with that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I definitely agree with that. I had a I had a time in my life where um, it was about 
nine months and I did not feel him with me at all. And I would pray and I felt nothing. And I felt like I needed him then more than ever. And I couldn't feel anything. And I was so confused because I'd always grown up so close to him. And then it was about a year and a half later, as my life progressed, I saw that everything had to fall in line exactly the way that it did. That if anything different had happened, nothing would have worked out. And I realized then that not only was he with me, he was, it was like the footsteps home more. he was carrying me. Like he was actually in so much control of my life. And at the time I didn't even, I think because I felt like he wasn't answering my purse because it wasn't going my direction that I just didn't realize what a big part of my life he was then. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sorry. I know you were getting ready to answer a question, but when you no, said that, no. I was like, Oh, I remember that feeling. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but that so. is great. Um, I have felt that way often myself because with this podcasting journey and and all that, because I've had so many health issues through the, the past few years here, especially, and it's really been, it's been a rough road. And through these testimonies, I've been getting so much out of it. And uh, I've been just really enjoying listening to people's testimonies and sharing them with people and the feedback that I get from from the, these testimonies, I'm like, God had a purpose. He, he knew what, he knew what I was supposed to be doing. And I may not fully understand yet where he's taking this, but, but he, he has that plan and he knows what he's doing. And I just have to trust and, and have that faith. So I, re- I resonate greatly with that. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. So where did your passion for music first, first come from? And that probably, I actually feel like it was something that um, I was always supposed to do. And so I felt like it was probably part of my spirit, even before I was created on this earth. But I I think um, growing up in the family that I did, both my parents were very musical. Um, they played in bands. And then my dad went back to school and he was a music major. And as soon as we were six, we started learning the piano, the guitar, and then I learned the violin. And learned several other instruments on the way, but it was just what we did. Um, growing up in a really close family, my dad had a motto that a family that plays together stays together. And so that's what we did. We played music and we, you know, did the fair circuits, the weddings, the corporate events, all of that fun stuff. But it was what we did every weekend and every spare minute. <laughs> and so even throughout my life as I've like, like after college, I could pull away from it a little bit, like, I, inside, I always knew it was part of my calling. And so I couldn't stay away from long, for long. <laughs> Both my kids are downstairs learning piano right now, actually, as we speak. That's awesome. Yeah, my son wants to take, he wants to learn guitar. My daughter, she wants to do violin and she wants to do drums. And my son's also learning the trumpet. So, I mean, he's, That's they're very so great. I didn't have that <laughs> growing like up. It. I, 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 I didn't know music. I, I could sing a little bit and I write songs. But uh, aside from that, I don't, I'm not very musical. I don't know chords. I just write. <laughs> well, that's awesome that you write. I think that I think writing is wonderful. That's great that you do that. So your latest song, After the Rain, You'll Find the Sun. I absolutely loved the message of this song. What inspired the song? Could you just tell us what this song is about? I would love to. So, um each verse in that song was a different time in my life where I was struggling and it actually speaks. If you listen to the words, 
you may be able to figure out what my challenge was at the time, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I did a pretty good job hiding it, but each verse talks about something hard that I went through and the loneliness and the darkness that I felt. And then um, when you get to the chorus, it's kind of like what I was just talking about, about how you um, quite often when we go through trials, we feel the darkness, but if we reach to the sun and we reach to Christ, we can be come so much closer to him. It's such a great opportunity to feel his love. And honestly, he strengthens us so much that when we're going through the darkness, if we do reach to him, it almost like he makes it easy for us as we do reach. But the song is just about how through our trials, we can become closer to the savior. And that's really the message of the song. And, and it's written, um, like I said, each, each first was a different situation. So it's kind of my journey on how, <laughs> how I've become closer to the Lord through some pretty hard things that I've gone through. Yeah, I think it's a powerful song and um, Thank I, you. I, I enjoyed listening to it. Um, and you've had some success actually in the music industry. Did you want to tell us a little bit about some of these successes that you've had? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. I just started releasing my own music about six years ago and I've grown it to a, a very large social media following, which has been amazing that I, there's so much support for um, an independent artist that, you know, doesn't have all the financial backing. Although my fans do, um, I crowdfund each of my songs and they help me out with that and they um, set up shows for me and, you know, vote me and share my stuff. So that's been a journey just to see and feel so much love and support um, so I feel like that that is a big success just because when you feel supported and loved and like people like what you do, um, I've been nominated for several awards as well, but like that to me is almost more important than some of the awards because some of the awards can get political and some of them can be, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. so many other dynamics that when it's real people and they you know, are, are really, you know, telling you how much that it touched them or how this song helped them or how this changed their life. Like that's really to me where the successes are. Um, but as far as like, if you count like some of the awards, I was recently nominated in five categories for like the Holland music awards. Um, I know there was a Tokyo award, but I'm not sure what I got on that one. And then the Josie music awards, I've been nominated a couple of times this year and nominated for singer songwriter and that's actually in Nashville, Tennessee in October at the Grand Ole Opry. And I'm really looking forward to that. So um, that's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be really fun. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, but I guess just like as, you know, with this, my videos, over 40 million views on some of the social medias. I haven't even worked as hard as on YouTube, um, but on some of the other platforms. And then just all of the, just all the shares and all the, yeah. <laughs> All of the people, I guess. So, yeah, the, the people are, are what really matters. Like to me, the, the way we measure success in, in this world is kind of a, a little off in terms of in terms of the way that typical society views it. What for you has it been like being a musician and and getting into that that more public realm of of music rather than the more private realm that m most people are in? Yeah. Um... You are asking some really great questions too. Um, I don't get asked these questions. It's been, in, in some ways, it's been just an absolute blast because like I was just mentioning, having so much support um, 
and having so many people that um, appreciate what you do feels great. I don't care what industry you're in. As far as the private part of it, my husband is really private and our family is very private too. So he doesn't like me to share with the world some of the things that mean the most to me, <laughs> right? Like my family's everything next to Christ, and, you know? And so it's like um, that part of it's a little bit hard because um, um, they're such a big part of my journey too, but I don't get to give them credit or I don't get to, you know, talk about the joy that they bring. I, I, I If you check out my social media, I'm always promoting family. I think family is the most important thing next to Christ We've got to put our family first. And part of the destruction that we're seeing in this world today, I really believe is the disintegration of the family. It's just, they're attacking the family. They're attacking the, 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 the mother and father roles. They're attacking um, even what it means and the importance and trying to tell us, you know, different ways we can do with raise our kids. And um, I don't believe that's right. I believe that the family is a strong central unit and that with Christ leading them that, I mean, that's where you teach your children. That's where they learn everything. And, you know, some of the most important lessons of life are definitely taught through family. And so not being able, um, so I try to share that, but not being able to like share cute, you know, pictures of first day yeah. of school. And, you know, I have friends that do that, but I just, I, I personally can't do that because. Um, I mean, it just, it's just not what we've decided to do. So that part of the privacy has been a little bit hard. Um, but I do, I really do. You know, I love being, I love playing music. I love being in front of a crowd. I love, I get more excited. Like the more people for me, it's like synergy. I just, you know, I feed off of it. And so I guess I've got the right personality for the public part of it. <laughs> Maybe a little, but, um, yeah, the private, the private part has been, that's been the hardest part of it is just like not being able to share the family. So how do you handle those pressures? Like all the pressure that kind of being in that public spotlight gives you. Um, I, um, <laughs> I actually, for the most part, I really, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy, um, I think part of it is because I don't know that I'm naturally super outgoing or naturally that person but I feel like that when I knew that God wanted me to do what I'm doing and I'm doing it for him and it, it gives you a different purpose and it gives you a different power and it almost gives you the strength and the personality to be that person <laughs> I guess yeah um, so as far as handling pressures it's just you know with Christ you can do all things so that's my <laughs> that's where I get my strength and where I get my everything yeah that's Philippians 4 13 my favorite verse in the Bible yeah, I love that one too. <laughs> yeah, I was um, when I got baptized. That's the one my mom, my stepmom, gave me uh, to to remember. And I'm like, it stuck with Aww. me the whole time. It's just <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, do you ever feel pressure to get the next song out, or is that just something that just kind of flows for you? Um, it just kind of flows. I I um. <laughs> it's funny that you'd ask about pressure. I'm a really, I'm kind of a, a little bit of a type A personality or something where I just constantly like I'm setting goals. And, and so because I want to continue growing and continue doing what I do, I guess I feel pressure, but mostly just for myself because I'm an independent artist and yeah, my fans are my label and they, they help me along the way, but they're helping me do what I do, you know? So 
as far as getting um, feeling pressure, um, I, there's a little bit of internal pressure, but because I love it so much, like it kind of flows naturally. So if it's been a little bit longer than maybe normal, I'll feel a little bit of pressure inside. Just like, oh, I'm getting, you know, because you want to keep the momentum up and you want to keep yeah. people wanting more music and wanting to hear the next thing. So, um, but it, it mostly just flows, I guess I would say, just because I, I love it. I love what I do. That's that's great. And for you, what's what's coming up next for, for you in terms of uh, your music role? Um, well, I, I recently, a couple weeks ago, released a song called Pray for Peace. And that one um, just meant a lot just with everything going on in the war in the world today. And it talks about join hand in hand, all color and creed united as one will pray for peace. And I, I feel like because there is so much contention and people are so easily offended right now, we just like music can heal. It can bring people together and words are powerful. Right. And so, um, writing that song and releasing it, I, I felt like it was something that I needed to do. Um, June 3rd, I've actually got another song coming out. It's called come thou fount of every blessing. And this one I didn't write. You may or may not be familiar with it. Most people actually aren't. I think it was written in the 1800s. But to me, it's one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. It's just, it's a song full of gratitude and singing praise. And it's just the way that it's put together with the simple melody and the words. Um, I literally just did it, me on the piano. And I kind of did it, my. I didn't do it like with a metronome. I did it my own feel and my own everything. And so there's a lot of heart in it. and. So it's quite a bit different from my other songs that are really heavy guitar and kind of my normal flavor. Um, but it's just a sincere song that I, I, I've wanted to record for years. So I just went ahead and did it. <laughs> it's a great hymn. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, it tune is. was running through my head as you were saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it been like to be a, a woman of faith in, in the country music in, industry? Has that been hard for you or is it easier because it's country? <laughs> yeah, that's a really, that's an interesting comment. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know that. I don't know that it's, that it's hard. I think, you know, a lot of other um, female artists will um, wear clothes a little different than I would. And I think they get attention for that. And I'm, I'm a modest woman. I'm a mother. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, do I you want your kids to and, see you dress like that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and even some of the songs that I do are where I'll perform. Um, I'm picky about that. And I don't know that it's hindered me per se. I mean, I, when you have Christ on your side, there's not a hindrance, right? He, he pushes down all the blocks and it all works. But I know that they, like, I think at some point it's easier to get, attention not that it's the right attention more likes more uh views just because it's carnal you know and by nature people have that carnal side which i mean um but as far as um being a woman of faith um it's been hard a little bit on that aspect and then also i've had people mostly in the last year kind of attack my beliefs and um actually persecute me a little bit. <laughs> um, but it's actually a privilege to be persecuted for Christ. So um, I should be thanking them. <laughs> yeah. 
it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt my feelings and I don't go to bed, you know, wanting to cry and feeling bad about some of the things that they say. And it's just hard. You know, we all have different beliefs and part of what I stand for is freedom. And so I need to respect their beliefs. I don't appreciate their, you know, them being mean, but if they have a different opinion than I do, um, that's part of freedom. That's part of what we're able to think. And, um, and so it's been a little bit hard just feeling a little bit of persecution and people um, making some mean comments. Um, but overall, people are really kind and really good and really supportive. I think that a lot of people out there, I'm, the, the hard feelings and the meanness I'm talking about is a small, 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 small percentage. Yeah. Small. But yet it's amazing that that much of it, I could have just spent that much time talking about and there's that much hurt associated. I just realized that because in reality, 99.5% of the people in the situation, um, people thank me for bringing light. People thank me for sharing my beliefs. People say amen. And I totally agree. And thank you for saying that. So there's a lot of support. There's a lot of people that think the way that we do and probably in the country music part of it. I bet I, I would think that it's more prevalent and it'd be probably easier than any other genre, just because a lot of the people that are country have a lot of similar beliefs that I do. They are very Christ-like. A lot of the people are really Christ-like. They have the home conservative family values that I talk about and they love freedom and they, you know, they love Christ. And so just because we have the same belief, I'm sure it's made it a lot easier <laughs> to be in my industry. So I, I'm sure I picked the right one <laughs> or in my genre, I should say in the country music world. Um, yeah. yeah. And so those are some of the hardships. And yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, that's, that's my bad. Uh, persecution. Um, I definitely understand. I, I've started to get a little bit more of that um, uh, of late. Um, I, I actually, when I did political interviews, I actually got a lot more of it. Um, cause then it was Antifa that was sending me death threats and that kind of stuff because, oh, I, cause wow. I didn't agree with, with them. Uh, I, I took a middle road. I, I was calling out both the right and the left. And apparently uh -huh. I, I was supposed to stick to the left. And so, so I started getting, getting death threats and I'm like, well, I said, well, if Antifa is sending me death threats, obviously I'm doing something right. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, uh, just, and then I got banned from Twitter for, over a year um, until really? my, my, yeah, until a couple of MPs, um, bigger name MPs in our country, which is members of parliament in Canada here. Um, they helped me get unbanned from Twitter by um, oh, that's awesome. making some, some less than veiled threats. <laughs> wow. Um, what an interesting so story. Now that's I'm back amazing. And I'm trying, yeah. to get, trying to get my following back because um, I lost like everybody. So I, I, oh, I that's when my following will come back. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. uh, no, I, I had someone calling me uh, like just dropping f bombs at me the other day, like a lot because I said oh, we were I'm born so male sorry. or female, and I'm like, oh. well, we are born male or female. That's a biological fact. I have a biology major, like in terms of high school, so like <laughs> I understand biology, and, <laughs> and they were throwing yeah. all these things at me. And my, my response to them was simply, at the end of the day, you may be spewing hate, but know you're loved. And there was no response after that. And I'm like, yeah, I was kind of hoping you'd want like a deeper, like something a little deeper, but I kind of doubted you, you would, but I just wanted to get that message across that people can spread yeah. hate, but if you spread yeah. love, it makes all the it's difference. stronger too. Yeah. yeah. 
That's awesome. Yeah. I had something a little bit similar with my Facebook, not where I had members of parliament helping me out, but um, my Facebook, when I started standing up for some of the things like that we talk, that we're talking about, it went from like 7 million views, weekly views to like 1 million weekly views. And I had people saying, why aren't you posting anymore? And I'm like, I am. And then I realized they're not showing my views any. They're not showing my stuff anymore. Yeah. And so for about a year, like all my numbers just kind of plummeted, you know, and it's like, and besides the fact that you're getting all of these, you know, fact checker things coming up and, you know, things being blocked. So that's kind of hard, but wow, that's amazing that I'm sorry you've had all that happen. <laughs> uh, I, I like you take it as a badge of honor. It's to me, it's, it's, uh, I'll take those hits for Christ because Christ took a lot more for me. So right. I, amen. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely, I, I have no problem with that. If people want to, people want to be that way, then that's, they can be that way. That That's yeah. up to them. It, 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 yeah. to me, it's harder on them than it is on me. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> that's so good. where can people find you online and your, your music and your presence? Well, I did mention my social media following in on Facebook, Lady Redneck Music um instagram lady redneck music um tw i'm on twitter i'm on tiktok i'm on linkedin i'm on youtube i just haven't done very much with my channel so pretty much yeah anywhere and then my, i've got a website i've actually got two websites one's ladyredneck.org and there you can hear all my music you can shop at my merch and all of that fun stuff and then i've got a ladyredneckmusic.com where it just has merch on it so you oh, can cool. find me any of those places. <laughs> cool. And I will put a, put a link to your ladyredneck.org. Um, I will put oh, thank a you. link to that one in, in the description for people to find. Um, one thing that uh, I was really curious about is your writing process and your acquiring music. Do you ever acquire music or do you just write all your own? I write on my own, but then on each CD that I do, I'll usually do two cover songs. Um, just because people love covers and it's always fun to record somebody else's song too, but I just write on my own. So I, I've been, I grew up writing music. I just never recorded any of mine until six years ago. Cause that was too scary. And we always would do cover songs or my dad's songs growing up. Um, but I've got like folders worth of songs that I write and I don't journal as much as I need to, but what I usually do is I'll just write a song to kind of explain how I'm feeling or whatever. So I don't, definitely don't record all the songs that I write for sure, but <laughs> I just, I just write it to un, like kind of express myself and how I'm feeling. And then it just helps me heal. So it's kind of a healing thing for me. Yeah. Writing is very healing. It's uh, with all, I, I've been through a lot of trauma in my life in terms of childhood stuff, but it, so it's just been such a powerful thing to be able to write and and put that that's put it so great yeah um so what is one piece of advice you'd give to young aspiring christian musicians out there um i would say philippians 4 13 <laughs> i would say just just do it with christ on your side you can do all things and the biggest thing that i've seen because i did start teaching um courses to indie artists about um, the music industry i've got a little side business music boss um, but the biggest factor that I see of people of musicians struggling is they want to wait until they've 
get their their $10,000 or they want to wait until this gets better or they want to wait until there's a million excuses that I hear all the time of, yeah, I'm getting ready to just hit it hard when blank. And so my, my, what I would say is start now, start today. Um, even if it's just making a list of what you're going to accomplish in the next week and just start putting your music out there, whether the video doesn't have to be perfect. The music doesn't have to be perfect. People like to see real. And I think more than anything, like people like to see a journey. They like to see, oh, wow, the first song is pretty good. But then they see the next song. They're like, oh, that's really cool. And I think they like to see your progression um, and see you get better. And then like, go with you on your life journey too, with whatever, because your writing will reflect <laughs> what's going on in your life and in your heart in a lot of cases. But so my advice would be just start now, just put it out now. Cool. So do you have any final thoughts uh, before we wrap up? Um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. And I love being able to talk about Christ. Um, it's such a privilege. And um, I just, I felt the spirit as we were talking, especially at the beginning and sharing testimony of him. So I'm, I'm grateful to be on here and to be able to talk about him. And then I just wanted to also say thank you to all, all the people that support my music. I, I mentioned how they did, but I didn't mention my gratitude towards it. And I, I am grateful. I would not be where I am today. I know that I wouldn't, and I wouldn't be able to do what I love um, if it wasn't for them. So I, I truly am grateful to everybody that listens and supports my music, even if it's just a little share, like all of it helps. It all means a lot. So that that's it. So thank you. Thanks for coming on. I, I, I've enjoyed our chat and, uh, You'll have to come back on after your, your next song comes out there and we can we can talk about that as well. Cause sounds yeah, great. I, I enjoy being able to give people that opportunity to talk about Christ because I don't think uh, we get that opportunity enough in life. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It was really nice. Thank you so much, Tony. Appreciate that. Well, I have just been uh, blessed with so many people who are requesting to be on the show, and I'm impressed with how many people want to share their testimonies or what they're doing. Uh for the Lord right now. Uh, if I haven't got back to you, I promise I will get back to you. Uh, I look forward to, to speaking with each of you and interviewing you. And uh, keep tuning into the show. There, there's lots of, of new people that are coming on here. And if you're considering uh, wanting to, to come on the show, uh, just shoot me an email at tpeters745 at gmail.com. And uh, I will get back to you.